0: Welcome to another episode of Casual Nonsense. I'm your host, Mark, and I'm excited that you are here with me today. Be sure to join me every Tuesday for a new episode with a new guest, uh, where we will talk about pretty much whatever we want to. No limits. Maybe the next conversation will be with you. I welcome Terrence Diggs as my guest today. Terrence is an up-and-coming fashion guru Uh, He is the owner of D17, which is an expanding clothing line and accessories and and whatnot. Uh, He has some unique approaches to marketing with his brand. So, and also, why does he love socks so much? Well, let's find out. Here we are, Casual Nonsense, back once again. Listen, I got Terrence Diggs on the line with me today. Uh, Terrence, good morning. Good afternoon. How are you, man?
1: I'm doing great. It's a a great Saturday to be coming just to, just shoot the shit. I'm excited to
0: see what we get into and uh just have a blast. I, I think I love it. You went right into it. I'm like, hey, listen, if you need yeah, to, if you need yeah, to drop yeah, a shit it- bomb or something, <laughs> like just say it and it, within ten seconds, like just get it out. That's it. Yeah. Thanks. Just, pull, just pull the pull the band-aid off. That's right. tears. <laughs> Ice is broken. I love it. Sweet. All right, man. Well listen, uh this is what you do. You are the owner, founder, creator, uh D seventeen clothing line. Is that apparel? Like what's the what's the full terminology i think right
1: now i'm trying to shorten it down to just d17 um obviously we encapsulate clothing accessories apparel sportswear kind of that whole uh realm of just garments but um i feel like back at my inception being able to collect those social handles i couldn't get (laughs) d17 which kind of sucked so um, I stuck with the clothing, and that's just kind of what what ran off on every channel that I was able to get onto. So, okay. yeah, D seventeen, D seventeen clothing. But I'm trying to get people to get
0: to just the D seventeen. So we'll, we'll we'll get there one day. You can make it happen. Like it's it's all in the SEO. You know what I mean? So the handles on like Instagram, whatever, like that's nice, but that doesn't matter if if it's labeled how you want it to be labeled. I mean, your your mm-hmm. handle on there could be, you know. I like the fish or whatever. It doesn't matter. Like if it's D17, it's D17. So
1: yeah, I've slowly, I've slowly taken it off. And
0: thankfully uh,
1: going back and looking at my SEO stuff, I've been fighting against, uh, I think it's called an Allison Chambers tractor. It was called a D17. <laughs> really? That's like the, yeah, it's a tractor that I've been trying to get past. And um, also, I believe there was like a Honda Civic. Huh. Uh, One of like the SI engines was called a D17. So somehow that was like the two biggest search terms for everything. So I'm slowly f- blowing my way through. Yeah, you got some work to do. It's like super early on for me. I wanted to reach out to the tractor company to be like, hey, can we like do a photo shoot together? <laughs> like you know, outdoors, like riding the tractor, like because that's actually what it's called. So. I don't know,
0: maybe maybe something gonna manifest it. Well, that's funny. You just embrace it, right? Don't fight them. You can't beat them. Join them. That's it. I played volleyball back in the day, and my number was 17. So that's always been my my go-to number. When I play roulette, every single hand is 17. Uh, it's won more than a dozen times for me. It's come across. So 17 so is my jam. So when I saw that was your name, I'm like, okay, I like it. And My last name starts go. with a D, it's- so it's like... So the D17, like, I'm thinking about taking it from you, too. So I might have to compete. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want
1: it. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Gotta love it. Yeah, I don't know. Even, like, the origins of the number, it's just, like, it's such a, I don't know, not not to me anymore, but it's such a gross number because, like, I got it from playing sports back when I was playing lacrosse. Like starting out, I didn't really start playing until junior year of high school. Like I literally just showed up to tryouts. All my friends had played JV the year before. My mom was like, I'm not letting you play that sport. You know, it's like, oh, it's too aggressive. You know, I don't want you getting hit. And the equipment's expensive. That's when you're just like on YouTube trying to figure it out. Cause like, all right, my mom's not going to pay for clinics or lessons. I'm going to figure this out on the internet. I remember going on YouTube and looking up, you know, all the great, the cross schools, especially being in Maryland, like Johns Hopkins, Loyola University of Maryland, Towson, and I love Johns Hopkins University. And there was a guy named Kyle Harrison; he was number eighteen. So I was like, if I end up playing this sport, I'm gonna be just like this guy. <laughs> and it's funny; I actually I actually met him like a couple months ago, which was crazy. Um, and I told him the story in person, and I was like you know, this guy's going to be my idol. I'm going to be just like him. I'm going to be number 18. It's going to happen. Right. And then keep in mind, this is like 16 year old me. And we were getting ready to to come out of tryouts and over the course of it, basically, you know, off season workouts and stuff like that. And uh, our coach was like, okay, well, you know, we're going to be picking numbers. Obviously we're going to go, you know, seniors that came to try That came to like uh you know all season workouts seniors juniors that came to
0: yeah the the pecking order of who gets to pick first yeah Yeah. the
1: pecking order so I was a junior so I'm like all right cool I guess I'll get you know top three you know round three of of, of the draft of numbers Yep. and I didn't go I didn't go to any of the all season workouts I think I went to one I was really skinny last I did not you had
0: last pick I
1: I was second to last (laughs) (laughs) picking you know numbers and a senior ends up taking the number uh, he took 18 so i was like all right whatever i'll i'll get a cool number you know like a single digit you know maybe a double number 11 22 or maybe right. 5 and then literally at the bottom it was me and my friend uh, we called him avatar it was 17 25 38 and like 41 and then you know keeping by the high school days like the 41 jersey's like a triple xl that like no one can fit but they somehow <laughs> had to buy it I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take this 17 and it's the closest I'm going to get to 18. (laughs) So that's ended up how I somehow divinely was selected for the number. It just stuck, just stuck with me. It's, it's been almost, you know, 11 years since I picked it. And, uh, I never know why I decided to play lacrosse at the random. I don't know why I decided to just show up the tryouts. I didn't have cleats. I had freaking New Balance running shoes. There you go. And showed up the tryouts and did well and obviously impressed them enough to make the team and just tried to ball out as best as I could. You know, I still play now. you still play, just okay. From, yeah, every now and then, like an adult league or I played a little bit. Uh, like adult leagues when I was in college and then now if the high school like if they're looking for alumni to come play or there's an alumni event I'm like shoot I'll stra- I'll get my stuff and, and come play and, and just have fun I'm not as fast or as quick as I was but it's nice to just get out there and just throw the helmet on I'll, I'll get yeah cracked in the head one time and just be like yes the rush but then just like, like <laughs> go my go mom was right I shouldn't
0: day. have played this shit
1: yeah it's just it's just a mess and then it's expensive but uh still fun like i still love it and it's just it's stuck with me it's still it's
0: still stuck in my dna that was quite the path to number 17 right there they but there you go yeah reliving reliving some whole glories yeah so people don't think i just randomly was like okay i'm just gonna (laughs) pick this
1: number or like there's this like random selection of it but uh you know it it led to something and that really built out like you know the business and being in sports and learning community and philanthropy and being able to help uh, people not only with the access to sports but also the awareness, um, which is
0: kind of what we strive by and what I strive by personally. So, well, let's uh, let's get into that for a second, right? So, you you got D seventeen clothing, and I'm gonna we'll just call it that for now because then we know what we're talking about here. Um, yeah. Unless you don't want me to, then I won't. But otherwise. I'm doing it. Now we can. So so you got so what's your what's your bread and butter then? Because I know um like I was looking at your site earlier too, and I know you have a lot of like you're you're big into running right now, right? So there's a lot of this is like a whole running line of, you know, water bottles and you know, some things on there. But do you do like are you doing like custom shirts for people? Are you doing um What's your main go-to in this in this clothing line?
1: Yeah, so right now it's us. It's just like that accessory kind of side—the hats, the socks, the bottles, really great fleece and hoodies and stuff like that. Um, a lot of outerwear. It's starting to get to the point where I kind of have to hone it down. I can't do I can't do everything, um, but being able really to—we've done a couple of like customization things for run clubs um, out in Portland. We've done some in Baltimore, Maryland, and one in Washington D.C. Um, but really trying to hone that down. It's like, okay, because it's slowly getting into the race season, which is, uh, you know, people are running their marathons, their half marathons, their 10 Ks being able, I really want to dominate, honestly, like the running sock market. I don't know why (laughs) I'm so obsessed with like looking at socks and I've, and I've seen a couple of like other brands, like I'll notice it. And I'm like, why is everyone wearing this brand of socks like where did they come from like what is this what is this happening and i i feel like i could make stuff that's just a lot doper
0: than just like what i'm seeing but the socks you're making though right is it more um cotton socks with your logo on it or is like you get some kind of wick dry sock or some kind of soft sock that helpful when you're, you're running for a long period of time
1: yeah so there still be some functionality to it. It, it i wouldn't just make it just like hey here's a cotton one size
0: it's all sock. like definitely <laughs> well, that's what a picture because that's what i buy that's the cheap socks i'm like just give me some socks yeah
1: <laughs> no nah, definitely being able to adhere to like anything that deals with like stability or being able like foot health because that's definitely some stuff that i've dealt with and i, I spoke to a couple runners um, when i did the baltimore running festival like I know it's kind of weird because people are focusing on the shoes, but I'm like, what about like the socks as well? Are mm-hmm. you a no sock? Are you a crew sock? Are you all the way up? Are you a no show type of thing? Um, I'm a crew sock kind of guy, but, one thing that I've learned a lot, it really is a lot of the padding, um, especially with certain brands of shoes and being able to like, okay, this can help alleviate this. It can still look great and function well, obviously the sweat wickening, obviously being able to have those color rays and those ranges of, uh, you know, stack heights. But I feel like just being able to have that range, being able to kind of be that a little bit of a Titan of it. And it's kind of like a low key very low barrier to entry item to get like oh it's just socks but like if you see everybody wearing the same socks it's like wait a minute i <laughs> want to get on that yeah there used to be the nike elite socks they were like the basketball sock of like the future okay and they had like this specific like box pattern on the back it was like 30 dollars for one pair but they had wait, this like.
0: you know what when you say that now i think i remember seeing those yeah they were
1: yeah, they had the box in the bag, and they came in like all these different colorways. And I remember so many brands were like trying to knock it off and like you, you could tell where it was from. And, and I kind of want to relive that mm-hmm. in a way, a little bit more accessible, like not maybe a $30 or $50 pair of socks. But I, I just remember that nostalgia of, of getting that and, and putting it on and making sure like, Oh, I have to get this for this uniform, or oh, I'm playing in this. You know, like people are like you got you, you know you got the elites on. You know, it's like the yeah. spike the like. Is it the shoes? Like, well, is it the socks? I don't know. So <laughs> I be the shoes. Kind of want to bring that.
0: You could do that though. You so when someone's playing basketball or whatever, right? And it, like the sock sticks up like what three or four inches above the you know above the ankle or whatever. You get the little D17 mm-hmm. instead of the boxes from Nike. Just little. D-17s. I think you could make that work. Yeah,
1: it'd be sick. And I've already been testing it. Like, I have a couple college athletes that have been wearing the socks. Um, Shout out to my friend Anna. She plays volleyball. She's been wearing them as she plays... And uh, she's killing it, so if she's killing it. It's It's got to be the socks, right? That's what makes her better. Yeah, it's got (laughs) to be the socks. I'm telling you, it's like it's like crazy. It's like that's so sick. That's a commercial right there, dude.
0: You gotta like show her with like no socks, and she can't spike it over the net. Then she let me put on my D17s, and now she's jamming people. Yeah, there you go. I'm telling you, it's like it's it's just the way to go. I, I don't know why I'm obsessed with socks for the last like six months, but. Uh, in some places, they call that a fetish. I'm just saying. That's. <laughs>
1: I'll take it. I'll take it. Go. Look, as 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 long as as long as somebody's looking at it, and you know my site traffic is going up, and, and they're using it for athletic
0: purposes. I don't. You know.
1: Yeah, done <laughs> and, do and done. Yeah. So so you're not yeah. so
0: you're not printing like you don't have like a sock printing machine or whatever. Like you're not printing this stuff yourself. Like you're basically outsourcing your your designs. I don't say mass produce, but essentially is that is that accurate like are you doing any printing yeah, yourself yeah so
1: okay. being able being able to now because i'm doing most of the actual like digital side myself it just takes up too much of my time to try to balance both sides and that's one thing i've i've learned doing the business like i can't i can't do everything by myself right. like you can't like i can't do it and then try to get the socks and then i need to be able to get it to a standard that i feel is correct but then i have to teach myself you know textiles and 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 trying to get through all that when i can find somebody or even like a smaller partner that's willing to you know work with me on it like i can provide them everything from the digital side and they can provide me
0: from the actual tangible product side you don't have a big warehouse with uh People with things on their plugged into their chest and checking out the meters. <laughs> you don't have any of that. Hot I text. wish. Yeah. I
1: wish because I, I'm a real data guy too. So I would like to look at it and see, like, okay, like where is it heating up? Where what's what's like the yeah. the, the, <laughs> the thermal map of what's going on? Yeah,
0: that's the later down the line goal is to have a little like a live brick and mortar spot. Where people come in, get their feet kind of molded, if you will, and then they can leave with you know when you go get an ultrasound. Well, now you get like an ultrasound for your feet. You know what I mean? You can leave with a sort yeah. of poster if you want it, but boom, these are your feet, you know, this is where your problem areas, you know, get this fixed, you know? So you do, um, okay. So you're doing more of the digital, what's more like the marketing. Cause that's your background. If I remember you telling me before, right? Like you did some like social media marketing for, uh, I think it was a six. I think you worked for, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, we'll call it the business side, right? Cause you're over there, you're making connections. You're working on the collaborations, getting in front of people. I can say this. So I, I did, uh, for about five years or so, my brother and I did, uh, we did t-shirts and we started screen printing and we were doing all the physical stuff ourselves. And uh, I say we, like he was doing all the physical stuff. <laughs> like he was uh, 95% <laughs> of the uh, actual printing he was doing. Yeah. Uh, and I was doing the, the marketing side and trying to get everything going. And we had no idea what we were doing. We just kind of learned as you go, figure it out, like trial and error. So eventually he stopped doing that and we got rid of the screen printing equipment screen printing equipment and then i bought like a digital printer so i was doing shirts that way but what i started doing was i started finding like when i had larger orders i hooked up with a couple of local screen printers and i was like hey like this is what i'm doing if he needed because when if you screen print it's not cost effective to do less than like 50 shirts you know what i mean because depending what you know people want to pay for right especially if there's multiple colors right so I went to him and I said, "Hey, let me do this digital printing for you," which he never really needed, but said, "Hey, if you need big orders, like I'll hook you up with the with the cost, or whatever." Because I would go to him, I already had all the artwork together. I could do all that stuff myself. I had all the wholesale vendors lined up, so I would basically show up. Here's the shirts. Here's the design. He would print them, and then I would pick them up, and then. You know, I was able to sell them to people that you know still at a at a cheaper price or whatever to give them a good a good deal, right? What I learned from that is like just like you, like you, it's hard to do both. Like it's hard to to master the printing to make the the, the shirt or the sweatshirt or whatever come out to the level of the standard that you want it to. You know, there's experts for that, and that's what I realized that like someone like this guy was like, well, you're the expert in printing. Like, you print, you do your thing and I'd rather be more of this like how do I how do you put your product in front of people and I think that's where it sounds like what you excel at because you're over here trying to meet with people that run tractors and marathon runners right like that's awesome like that's just the people skill which which I dig and it definitely helps like that's what I tell
1: any manufacturer that I work with or printer I'm like look figure out the solution to what I'm trying to figure out, which is honestly being able to expand the product line and get more product out. I literally will be back every three months. (laughs) And and they love that. They're like, oh yeah, you know, whatever you've got. And I'm like, okay, I have 10 projects. I need stuff printed for. And, um, you know, it's consistent for them. It's consistent for me. Then you kind of develop that relationship. Like now I'm at the point where my printer will text me, you know, in the morning, like, hey, you know, we have this quote, like, I want you to look at it. We're going to do, like, two sample prints real quick. The the guy that runs a shop, he'll give you a call. You know, being able to have that one-to-one kind of hands-on interaction is great for me, not only for my process, but allowing me to be like, okay, I can see what's going on. I know what's happening, which is just, it just keeps making the, the t-shirt game so exciting for me. Not only like we were talking about with the socks, but what more can we do of this just t-shirt t-shirts is just a basic thing how can we elevate it how can we make it recognizable from someone walking down the street and how can we build it into something brand new which is just it just keeps my my creativity going through the roof and yeah
0: sometimes it's a little bit too much i have to stop myself sometimes well, but, yeah you see too much um, candy on the wall you're like well i came in for these three things and you just showed me these 10 you know now you're thinking oh well like what design or what what people or products that you worked with before can you apply that to, and like, yeah, like you said, your, your mind starts wandering and you're like, well, I came in just for an appetizer and I got a full meal out of this. You
1: know, I got to put the, put the blinders on and, and, and really focus. But now I think, I think I'm at the point where I can really understand what I need and when I need it. And it's just fun. It's just, it's, it's been my life the last seven years now, obviously the ups and the downs, the get a lot of sales you get no sales you get a little bit of sales you get a whole bunch of website visits but not a lot of customers you get a lot of customers but not a lot of visits and i love just going through back and forth figuring out problems and solutions and here we are like i said there's still things i want to acquire like you know obviously like i said getting a a footwear partner like yeah we can wear your stuff in photo shoot to like our, our run club can wear you guys' shoes. When we do races, pair it with my socks, and then go in from there. So in due time, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm one connection away from getting there. Just
0: gotta just find it, though. Just happens. gotta find it.
1: Yeah, it's somewhere. I, I've seen other people do it. I'm like, however they did it, I gotta figure out who they're
0: talking to or or, or whatever. Like, it's definitely somebody. I, I, have I think to you're know doing like the right things, like, though, right? Like, see, you're you're putting yourself out there. You're like, you gotta. I don't want to say dream big because that sounds kind of cliche, right? But you're you're thinking big. Like, you're not just content on like, Oh, I got, I got these handful of products and I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Like maybe you have a couple months where you like you make some good money. You're like, cool. Let me just re- wash and repeat this and do it again. You can't be satisfied with that. Don't be complacent. You want to keep looking to say, well, how do I get bigger? You know, you want whether it's foot molds or a, a type of shirt that you didn't even know existed with laser cutting, whatever. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. but, but these are cool on, product they- lines because eventually what's going to happen is you're going to come across somebody like a unique, athlete, whatever. take your, your volleyball friend, right? If she ends up being a star volleyball player or, you know, just as an example, like get her something, like if she's already standing out as a volleyball player, you put her in something that no one else is wearing and people like, what's, what's that shirt? You know, like it might be as simple as like something printed down the sleeve and it's like, no one else has that or like, you know, but something on those lines, like just some sort of, I don't know, like whatever the next breakthrough is like but you're just talking about like you find one of those get a couple sample products in front of her and would you get that uh d17 like they're the only ones that have it you know something like that and boom you know like I said that's, all- that's your one step you know what i mean all it takes is that one either one spokesperson or one connection somewhere uh it's out there it may never come but it's, if you don't look it's never gonna come oh yeah for sure that's that's the one thing i try to
1: I try to tell myself and I feel like a lot of my friends, they also tell me too. I'm just like, I'm just too stubborn to stop looking. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And I'm too stubborn to like give up in a way. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's more or less like I just have so many ideas and and I don't want to look back and be like, oh, well. I had an idea for that, or I could have did this, or I could have tried this. You know, I, I know that I've I've really put a lot of effort and time into things and, and being very thorough with it. That I know, like this is my best output. You know, I, I I didn't hold anything back. I gave it all that I could, and it's like, okay, well, now I can still take that expertise that I, I built through. Doing all this stuff from supply chains to textiles to product development to product management to SEO to... You know, putting on which hat that'll fit over my afro, what I, I do today from <laughs> shipping, you know, be taking that stuff all the way to UPS and, you know, building that relationship with the UPS store. You know, they, when they see me come in there with my pajama pants <laughs> and my, my unexfoliated skin, they're like, oh, yeah, he's definitely been uh, packing orders all night.
0: They, they know when they see me walk in <laughs> there, they're like, uh,
1: come on over here, just bring the bag. Yep, and load like, it up. Oh, thanks. Yep. And I'm,
0: uh, these are these are struggles of I think most entrepreneurs like no one like they don't teach you how to be an entrepreneur in any school like at least not any school they make you go to like there's no high school course on that at least I don't think there is maybe there is now there should be you know
1: I don't know it's <laughs> it's all mess like you know yeah. it, I, and I always talk I always talk about that too and people ask me because they're like oh you know you're so good you're so good at marketing and stuff and I'm like You know, how'd you learn it? I'm like, I did not. I I tell people, well, now I feel more comfortable telling people. I didn't go to school for marketing. I I never took a marketing class a day in my life, honestly, when I was in undergrad, any post-grad, whatever. I only started getting into that because I had a friend, um, his name's Kasim, and we were doing, he was a musician, or still is a musician, and I was doing all of his graphic work, like albums, posters, stickers, stuff like that. And, and we, you know, we've always had that relationship. He was a business major and he's like, yeah, you know, I've been going to this uh, marketing club, you know, it's every Thursday at five o'clock, you should come. I would just go every Thursday to the, the marketing club, like legitimately, it's called American Marketing Association at Towson University a student chapter. I would go every Thursday at five o'clock, I walk like two miles across campus to go to this marketing club. And it's, it would be weird when they would go around. and like, oh, you know, say your name and your major. You know, it's, you know, uh, marketing, uh, marketing, marketing. Right. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Terrence, yeah. art and design. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and everyone turns around. They're like, oh, this guy can design stuff. Like, I'm like, yeah, because, um, you know, during that time, it was so difficult to get your hands on photoshop or illustrator or something like that and so many shout outs but shout out to my friend Kyrie, he sold it to me i hope adobe doesn't like come back and fight
0: me for <laughs> they're not it, listening to this you're good yeah okay yeah
1: we all did it he sold it to me for he sold it to me for twenty dollars in a chicken tenders box and i got <laughs> i got my code to get photoshop you know, I was able to do that and learning from all the other students. So I, like, okay, hey, we're doing- Hey,
0: give me 20 bucks and uh, you got to buy me this uh, chicken tender basket for lunch because I'm fucking starving yeah. right now.
1: <laughs> Basically, that's what it was. Love I was it. like, all right, man. So, and I worked for the school too. So I had all these free meals that I had to like burn at the end of the week. And I was like, I'll buy you too. I don't care. So I swiped it to him. We sat in the dining hall. He gave me this random piece of paper. And I was like, are you about to scan? He's like, you know, okay, you got to turn your wifi off, put the code in, <laughs> download it, turn your turn the Wi-Fi back on. Uh, don't connect to this, uh, this wifi. You got to connect to this one. I'm going to hotspot off my phone. I'm like, what the, you know, what did you just sell me? <laughs> right. And then it worked. And I was like, holy crap. This guy might be a bad. He was a film major. So I, was like, I think this guy might be a genius being able to have that kind of access to getting it and then consistently going to those meetings and meeting the students and helping them with their stuff and they're teaching me stuff. And I'm like, w- I don't know what none of this is. Yeah. I-, I can just make stuff look pretty. I- I've always been a people person. So I was always doing the marketing, but kind of learning it at the same time. And it's cool seeing that full circle moment and being able to, to still pursue it and and learn more. and There's always stuff to learn, but like you said, there's no, I feel like with the business, there's no right answer. There's, yeah. I feel like there's more wrong answers than right answers because you could do stuff like incorrectly and say, okay, you probably shouldn't be doing that. But it's also, you know, the hardest part is starting. It's it's being able to just say, hey, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to put my best foot forward to to make something happen. And I can't compare myself to bigger companies. Like this is where I'm at. Right. Once again, like we we're talking earlier, you can't do it all by yourself. And then being able to connect and, and build those networks. It's like, okay, I now have a, a funnel of producers or artists or, you know, email people or even other people building their own businesses. Like And being able to, to get those people skills and sit down and talk and yeah. connect. And then now I'm the t-shirt guy. But before I was the graphic guy and, and, and still having those skills under my, my tool belt is just, it's cool. Like, I feel like when I write my, my book you when know, I'm, I'm like 60, <laughs> people be like, yeah. they'll be like, yeah, you know. Or if I, one of my dreams is like to be a professor, like it, it just, you know, maybe spring semester somewhere and I have to tell the kids, they at this point, they know how cool I am. I'm like, yeah, you know. So I did t-shirts. I'm a, a cool show guy. With,
0: That's it. It's a, it's just yeah really you know
1: i'm like yeah you know before i was making shirts and you know, i was you know i was down at the forum with a, uh, you know wally it, we snuck in the <laughs> back and you know we gave him a couple shirts and you know uh you know terrell suggs and the, the ravens was there you know yeah you know, they're my boys stuff, you know, they don't so. remember me but i remember the yeah, them yeah they, you know. they definitely don't but it's <laughs> like just those just those steps and like elements in the story just it, it like I tell people now, I'm not famous. I don't have like this crazy connection somewhere. Like I have to build that. I have to build from something and I have to keep getting after it, you know, with the help of social media and the internet and emails and and figuring out, you know, how stuff works. You know, we can all get
0: there, but... My daughter goes, like she's a marketing major in school or Mm. sub-major. I should probably know that, but I'm like, yeah, you should learn all this stuff and then... I'm going to be her guinea pig for just that. Like, hey, come, come practice on any, any venture that I'm working on. Like, help me market this podcast or help me do this with, with the shirts or, you know, whatever. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, getting, getting like it, – it's all about – when you have the connections, when you have those – the people that are doing things, that's working smarter, not harder. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you don't have to be an SEO expert, to use that as an example. Like you should be aware of it. You should know how to use it, but you're not going to spend 20 hours a week or whatever it is studying it, getting better. I mean, you could, and maybe that would help you in the long run. But if you have someone who's already an expert, it's like, how do you leverage that? Like, you know, whether it's just giving them money, that's one way. But like you said, Hey, let me, let me trade you. Like they will do some shirts here. You know, let's get your name on this thing over here. You know, if it benefits them and then they're going to help you out. I mean, like I said collaboration is everything. And I think in any business, you know, I, I think I, I don't know, I haven't been in business long enough to <laughs> know exactly, but that's the way I view it, right? Making those connections, talking to people, putting yourself out there. I mean, these are all things that there's no options; like you have to do that.
1: I'm having fun. Like I said, that's that's the main thing: well, that, is having yeah, fun with it. And I feel like a lot of people they get away from that. Sometimes I, I don't I don't recommend this, but I did it a lot in high school. Sometimes you just gotta go rogue and just, just do it <laughs> and then just like um, Place even the when path, I was at man. Ace be the, be the trailblazer yeah.
0: rather than you know looking for the paved road so
1: one of my uh, one of my colleagues at ASIC, she always taught me this I think it was like act now and ask for forgiveness later oh yeah so it was like okay I'm just gonna do it and then like Oh, uh, oh you know whatever I can just I can just get away from it because it's the same thing that we did we did a a, a collaboration slash partnership with the Bowie bay sox they're a minor league baseball team here in maryland and um we did these sick hats the, the hats were probably like the best thing that i've ever done ever and I didn't sell them um because I didn't want to get in trouble with the MLB I like worked my way I was like i had to get this approved from the team i can't just bring this merchandise yeah. i just made on my own and and give it and sell it inside of the stadium that's kind of like you need their permission know, and then they're
0: gonna take their cut yeah
1: so i was like well they can't i was like well, they can't i can't get in trouble if i give it away that's what i did i gave away 300 hats to like everyone in the stadium just like whoever came by the desk i was like just follow me on instagram and i'll give you a hat and then being able to kind of do that and then it's funny because the team came back to me and they're like, Yo, these are so sick. Like, where did you even
0: make these? I was like, I designed them myself and they're like, these are so fucking cool. I was like So did they come back to you and like are they gonna work with you now to pay you for the next for the next batch?
1: We'll see. I told them I was like, look, we can do any colorway. We can do whatever you want. There's no there's no restriction. I mean you guys are obviously the the restriction, but like whatever you guys want, because they work with other organizations too to do like a custom uh, jersey, like for a special, like they did a hot dog day Jersey. I'm like, if you need a hot dog day Jersey, I can do this. Yeah. And I didn't use any of their logos or anything. I remixed a logo of theirs. It was like the iconic, it was like Bay Sox B, but I made it a D, but the D was made out of the one and the seven. I wish I had it, but mm. it was just their same colorways and stuff. I was like, look, we can do any colorway you want. Cool. We can do whatever with the same logo, um, the 3d print on it and everything. So it looks Like an iconic hat, but still has that feel of something new and different. I'm like, we can do whatever you want. Well, that's the key, right? Um,
0: That's why these sports teams put out different uniforms all the time. Like you get like the military mm -hmm. or different colors or or NFL that they change. Like, oh, we're going, we're going to do some throwback every 10 years. They're going to throw back again because they want to sell these different jerseys. Because everyone's yeah. got the same one. you got to mix it up. People will buy a second jersey if it looks cool or if it's a different uh, iteration than the one they already have. It's the way to go. Yeah. And they, they're okay with this. So I'm glad I
1: didn't get in trouble. I threw the first pitch, too, at the game. Oh, nice. So I have the hat with the signed ball from the pitcher and, like, the original, like, ticket stub. So I have it all, oh, like... Cool. Uh, put together so I can showcase it to my, my cool future college students well, and all that stuff. Yeah. But um, I just want an Instagram follow, like really just, <laughs> just use the QR code and just follow me. Scan this.
0: Here's your hat. Show me you did it. Here's your hat. See you later.
1: That was it. That was it. I, that's literally all I wanted to do was just get people aware and seeing what the brand is and what, what else we do. And obviously the base socks help by like showcasing it. the logo on the, the Jumbotron, it was cool. That gives
0: me an idea, man. I'm going to have to come up with something and do some sort of show for the podcast and be like, hey, I, I'll give stuff away. Just scan this code, show me you'll follow me, and then hopefully they listen to an episode or two and see what happens. That's
1: what I did. I love that's it. That's what I did. And it was cool. It was cool giving them out because, like I said, they were they showed the logo and everything on the big old Jumbotron.
0: But don't look now, man. That's that's marketing, right? Like, you just kind of thought outside the box, put that shit together and that's how you brand yourself it's like those little i won't even call them going rogue i think i don't think that's rogue man i think that is i think that's being creative and the expression by the way it's meant for uh, i'll say for husbands it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is permission right <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's worse than I'm the not I'm not at
1: that <laughs> I'm not at that point yet like i i, I feel like sometimes you got to pick and choose when you want to just act and 100%. then ask for forgiveness yep. but even even going back on my rogue stuff, and I, I did a T shirt for my a Towson for my alma mater. I did 150 shirts, and I went to the homecoming game, and the, you know, like I literally just pulled up with my car on a table in a box, and I was like, "Hey, I'm giving out free shirts." <laughs> I was like, "If you have a student ID, just get it for free." And I just was giving them out. It was crazy because the school reached out to me, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, these are so nice." I was like, "Yeah, like that's one of the things about, especially on the marketing side, like branding yourself, not only personally, but." the business too I'm a streetwear brand we we're, we're meant to be cool and hip and trendy and with the times I'm like if you want to be able to attract that I'm right here yeah you know yeah. I'm not that far it, it takes one email and I'll do it it's just like i'm willing to go outside the box with some of this stuff yeah you got to um, but it's not gotta. too far out the box you got to be different you know stuff like that but you don't know to be too different cuz then you're going to think you're weird you got to stay like this is the box you got to be just a little bit outside the box yep. and just kind of going from there which is just it's the way to go i'm tempted to do it at one point like i feel like my interest just kind of goes around like
0: like a squirrel sometimes well, Terrence, you sent me all your, uh, all your socials. We're going to put that in the show description below. So this way people can find you, check out what you got going on, follow you on Instagram, make sure they can see the the latest products that are coming out. All right, man, it was awesome having you on. Um, I appreciate you telling me your story and, and figuring some things out. So we're going to keep an eye on, uh, keep an eye on D17. Let's see what you got coming up in the future. I want to see some, uh, I wanna see some name brand shit. I, I can't wait for the day that I turn on like a Celtics game or something and someone's got the D seventeen socks on and I'll be like, That's my guy right there. Like that's it. You, see, <laughs> you, know? my, you see my my wild self course <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> um, but like I said, I'll put all your information in here. People can people can find it, find you, see what see what you got working on there. Definitely follow Terrence on Instagram, check it out, and you can see his uh latest and greatest items and we'll look at the uh The truck tour next year. We're looking forward to that now. Now we got to know. I want to know how that works out. The
1: truck tour. It's gonna be sick. I think it's a great idea. I'm telling you, 2024. I might just just completely just derail my entire plan and just ride around the U.S.
0: (laughs) Even just go East Coast. You know, just pick a few locations, feel it out. But then, yeah, then you just travel through. Take the summer and be like, I'm gonna travel to these baseball stadiums or whatever soccer stadiums and just set up shop man that's the way to do i'm here for it all right dude well listen you had enjoy the rest of your day yeah we'll we'll stay in touch man we'll see what's we'll see what's shaking all right sounds good take it easy All right, everybody thanks for listening and stay casual